0: hey everybody very good looking what do you think i'm mike that's tommy
1: hey what's up everyone
0: that's kevin what's up y'all very special remote podcast today we're all in different places tommy where are you yeah uh i'm in abilene texas exciting kevin where are you very
2: I'm actually still in Dallas on my couch. I was just too lazy to drive to Mike's house.
0: (laughs) I did not realize that. I thought you were somewhere else. (laughs) Nope. All right. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. There's still like a day to get your final votes in for the quiet question of the year. We will reveal that next week, probably. Maybe the week after. We'll see how it goes. But for right now we got a special episode. Tommy, what's going on today?
1: Well, today we will be building the uh, best possible rosters draft style from uh, the pool of players that appeared in the Mighty Ducks trilogy. And we can ask people who built the best team.
0: Yes. So we have, let's see, five goalies and 22 skaters. We're going to build just a starting lineup. So three forwards, two defensemen, a goalie snake draft style if you play fantasy sports you're familiar with how this will go we need an order i do have a random number generator so sure you do <laughs> who wants to pick <laughs> first who wants to pick 1 2 or 3
2: i'll take 2 i'll take 3
0: all right i'm 1 the order is kevin tommy me boom, boom. all right so <laughs> Sucks. tommy or sorry kevin with your first pick in the Mighty Ducks draft, your selection is?
2: I mean, I think this one's pretty obvious, Adam Banks.
0: Good selection. Good selection. I don't think anyone can really argue with that.
2: I was going to go carp. It was
0: close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Tommy? All right. Uh, I'm going with Julie the Cat because I'm Ooh, going uh, I'm gonna ride to run my
1: way to a championship. Nice. Gold, nice.
0: Goaltending. Does win championships? Interesting choice to go right out the bat there. I don't know if she is as good as some of the. Or I I don't know if the the talent disparity is as much as some of the other goalies we have on here. Uh, with my first pick, I'm gonna go with the great Gunnar Stahl. That's nice. good. And then with my back to back pick, this is tough. Um,
2: oh, we're doing snake style.
0: Yeah, we gotta go snake style.
2: I guess whatever. I feel like
0: that's the fairest way to do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's fine.
0: <laughs> um. Oh, this is tough. We're gonna just look at your big board. <laughs> All right, we'll take the best player on the board. Um, I'm gonna go with Jesse Hall. Oh wow. Yeah, you think him and Gunnar would get along though? Yeah, I think Gunner is a good team player. I think like the question is more more Jesse, and I think Jesse will uh, appreciate just Gunner's ability. I don't think Gunner's like a puck hog or anything. I, I think they'll get along well.
2: Mm-hmm. Can I? Uh, can I just he say something? It, it, I really hate that you didn't put uh, these in like alphabetical or any sort of logical order.
0: I put them. I'm wanted
2: to throw that out there.
0: <laughs> I put them in. I put the skaters in Iceland varsity, Hawks, Ducks order, and Ducks were numerical. The goalies I just kind of did. So there's kind of an order. But let's see, Tommy, you are back on the clock. Okay, well,
1: I'm going to take uh, the varsity captain, Johnny Riley. Good pick. Overrated.
0: Wow. He's uh, he's arguably the, uh, the best player we've seen. Oh, that's an interesting claim. I, mean, no, I, see, I, mean, I think
2: I think, he, I think he's good. He's a, he's a good player in a great team. He's, he's the Matt Liner
1: of the <laughs>
2: franchise. Matt Liner? So,
1: see, I'm going for a championship this year. You you might be going for one in three years by taking Banks first. But <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. So I,
2: wait, okay, hang on. Can we can we make an assumption here that they're all at their full potential?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, there are no he's, like he's, injuries or anything. If that's what you mean.
2: Well, like I, I mean, like age and everything like that.
0: Yeah, I mean they're all yeah. Like you're not you're not taking
2: twelve year old Jesse to play against.
0: <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> the taking. Varsity. I'm taking like high school aged Jesse.
2: Okay, okay, I just wanted to clarify that.
0: That's that's a okay, good clarification.
2: Um, oh, okay, who who you take just now? Oh, you took John I'm trying to keep track. Um, hmm,
0: I'm gonna take. Big decision here. Mm. A lot of debating on Kevin's part. Clock is winding yeah. down.
2: Um. I'm
0: going to take...
2: I'm going to take
0: Dwayne. Oh! Wow! Dwayne Dwayne Robertson. Who you have argued in the past is the worst Mighty Ducks player. You your,
2: a, I think I think you'd grow into that though. Grow into a good role.
0: I think you he's a you good that character. character.
2: I'm building a team here, guys. I'm not building an all star team.
0: I I mean I'm I have the, serious I'm
2: the I'm the Herb Brooks of this fantasy draft. Just <laughs> want that to be known.
0: I mean, I have serious question about Adam and Dwayne playing together because I mean Dwayne does not pass the puck. And we saw in D1 how Adam gets very frustrated when he doesn't have the puck in his hands. So, tough to uh, tough to say there. Interesting choice. We'll see what happens. Kevin, you have another pick.
2: Um, God, I still don't even know who some of these people are. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Dean. Well, toughness.
0: Dean Portman. Dean Portman? Portman. Yeah. Interesting. Are you going to play him at defense or forward? Defense. Defense. That makes sense. That makes sense. So okay, I I kind of like that pick for you. A little toughness to go with Adam and Dwayne. Who, Adam very fragile. Dwayne, I mean, he's besides his roping skills, he doesn't really have much. So, decent <laughs> pick for you.
2: He's he's the best puck handler that anybody's ever seen. That's a good point. At any level. You mean
1: for his age?
0: No, I don't. All right. Okay.
1: It's um, my pick, and I'm going to take Charlie Conway. I think uh, he really grew up, and him and Riley are like an unstoppable offensive. Uh, wait, we're,
2: wait, we're picking coach. We're picking coaches too. I didn't realize that.
0: Oh. <laughs> that was a low blow. Uh that's an interesting page. I think. That's not a bad value pick. I think Charlie Conway slid a little bit in our draft just because of our mm-hmm. our D3 uh, bias against him. But him and Johnny Rodley together, interesting dynamic. Do you think?
1: Well, Kevin made it very clear think like, this is at their highest potential. And so, I mean, that, that's kind of a no-brainer for him to slide that well. If we're talking D1, Charlie, no way. D2, even, no way. Even, like, first part of D3, no way, Charlie. But he uh, he clearly gets his shit together.
0: Do you think he can exist with Johnny Riley? Absolutely. What makes you believe that? Well, in the end of D3,
1: I mean, Charlie is all about the team now. All
0: right.
1: So, I mean, he grew up, and I think Riley, and we, we kind of talked about Riley appreciates the Eden Hall tradition, and like, yeah, he doesn't like freshmen, whatever, but once they're all adults, I mean, I think they uh, they're going to get along pretty well.
2: Well, I disagree with that.
0: <laughs> I Do you, you care to elaborate?
2: <laughs> I just think he's got too 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 big of an ego. Charlie,
0: Charlie or Johnny?
2: No, no, Johnny.
0: I think that's a good point. So who would be your captain, Tommy? Ooh. Well that's to be determined. Oh, TVD. Captain Tibbid. Captain Tibbett. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm back on the clock. I got two picks here. Um I'm going to take Scooter from the Varsity as my goaltender. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I think he is the best kind of... Agreed. Best available, and then there's a huge drop-off. And then... Which is weird because I have Gunner Stahl and Scooter on the same team. So that's a little...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you kind of had to, but you can't climb at the same time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's a little tough. Um, Besides him... A lot of choices here. A lot of choices. I am going to take... With my fourth round pick... I'm th- going to take Olaf Sanderson from Iceland. Need some... I'm thinking along Kevin's lines here. Need some physical physicality. Need some toughness up there. Need somebody who's willing to drop the mitts. So I'm taking Olaf Sanderson. Putting him at defense. I
1: think that's a good pick. But uh, if you wanted some physicality, you should have taken who I'm about to take, which is Fulton Reed. Oh.
2: God damn it. You couldn't let me have the Bash Brothers?
1: No, well, I wanted the Bash Brothers originally, and then I had to improvise. <laughs> well, fuck and you. Fulton is one of my defenders.
0: Okay. All right. So, Kevin, you're down to two picks here. Well, you have um, two picks to go. With
1: back-to-back back-to-back picks is your last two.
0: No, he's got he's got one more we'll after that.
1: It.
2: Oh, does
0: he? Yeah, because it's six players.
2: Um, I'm gonna take.
0: uh
2: man, this is this is tough. Um, hmm, mm-hmm. I will select Gee.
0: Gee mm-hmm. Germain. That's a good pick. Yeah, I thought I like about him playing alongside Adam Banks. I thought about taking him in the last round. Thought he was slipping. I thought he, maybe he would come back to me.
2: All right, and Kevin. And then I will take I'm going to take um, and this is kind of contingent of, upon him having a growth spurt, but I'm going to take McGill as my second defenseman cuz he Oh. So
1: you think he can him and Terry could play on, or him and Jesse can play in the
0: same team? He doesn't I have Jesse Oh, you do? Oh, Yeah. I thought, uh, well, Banks. I mean, him thing.
1: and him and. I mean, oh, and him and Banks. Yeah.
2: Team. That's that's. They'd have to, you know, get through that. But I like him as a defenseman just because he's cold, fucking blooded. Yeah,
0: okay. That's true. He'll a... do
2: whatever you say. Exactly. He's like he's my he's my guy that if I need to take somebody
0: out, you know. Yeah, that's true. And you have Portman on the other side. That's menacing. Yep. All right, Tommy. Um, I'm
1: taking uh Luis Mendoza as my final forward for probably the best offense in this league. Mm-hmm. We'll see.
0: We'll, you, see. we'll see. We'll see we what, mean, what the we'll fans see. say. Conway,
1: Riley, and Mendoza up front.
0: I like that's pretty good. That's pretty good uh They've got they've got almost every element there with they got some physicality with Riley. They got some mm-hmm. speed with Mendoza. They got Conway who's kind of does it all. He's a good, decent playmaker as well. Not mm-hmm. not bad, not bad. All right, so final two picks here. I need a forward and a defenseman. This is tough. We're getting down to it. I'm going to take... Oh, I'm going to take... Um, I don't know one of the picks. I'll, I'll, I'm going to take Uber Havik... From Iceland, and in episode two, I believe we talked episode about Iceland. Two. And I watched, I watched Iceland very closely, and Uber Havik, like dominated. Besides Gunnar Stahl, I think he was the best Icelandic player. I got a very Icelandic-centric team here with Gunnar Stahl, Olaf Sanderson, and Uberhavik, But I think that li- leads to good team unity. Especially without mm-hmm. Wolf the Dentist dancing at coach as the coach, I don't know what position I'm going to play him at. I don't know if I'm going to make him a forward or defenseman. But I'm also going to take with my final pick. Hmm, there's a couple options. I'm going to go with. This is tough. This is tough. I'm going to go with um. Maybe, nah. I was going to take Larson, but he didn't really do anything. So, I'm going to go with... This is going to be risky. But I'm going to take Connie Moreau. Connie Moreau. Yeah. Risky choice. But I think she kind of could complement the team well. Have a little more finesse. To our offensive game, I'm going to stick Ubra Havik at defense. He's going to be offensive defenseman for me. But uh, so you've got you've got a pretty much an
1: Icelandic defense.
0: I do, I do. I have two ducks, three Iceland players, and a varsity goalie, and that is my squad. So, Tommy, you are up next with your final pick.
1: I think uh, with my final pick, and I think this is really going to you kinda of hold the team together is I'm taking Cole from varsity.
0: As Cons- my second defender. I considered him as well. And so a I good think defensive uh,
1: pick. Yeah, so I think my defense is pretty stout with Fulton, Cole, and Julie the Cat.
0: You got a pretty good team, Tommy. It's very good. I'm not gonna lie. Now Kevin, you what uh, what position do you still need? He needs a goalie.
2: Goalie. And I'm going to take Weissel, or Weisel or however you say it.
0: It's uh, the Icelandic goalie. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I'm
2: doing that is because I'm basing it on, he's going to go back to Iceland and like train like a machine after D2. So by the time he's like, you know, adult age or whatever age we're at here, he's going to be like the, whatever that goalie for the Soviet Union was.
0: Oh, uh, Tredyak?
2: You know, he's he's gonna be a fucking machine, you know? So that's what I'm basing that on.
1: Well, remember he he's got weak problems that, by
2: that point. He bruises that's like a peach.
0: That's true. Yeah,
2: he'll, well, he'll get over that.
1: <laughs> uh, I think he's got like a serious health problem. Because remember we talked to the the Jocks and podcast and they said that's, that's like impossible. So this is a freak of nature you got as your goalie. He's
2: Mr. Glass. <laughs> I don't know about that.
0: Alright, so let's just uh, let's just review the teams real quick and, and give our thoughts. So Kevin, your forwards will be Dwayne Robertson, Adam Banks, and Guy Germain. At defense, Dean Portman and McGill. And then your goalie is Weasel from Iceland. How do you feel the draft went for you?
2: I feel great. I mean I think that I think the forwards i mean that's some pretty good that's some pretty damn good puck handling right there and uh the, i don't think you can beat my my uh my defenseman and dean dean and McGill i mean that's that's pretty that's pretty uh that's pretty bruising and then i already laid out the reasons for my goalie so i'm feeling pretty good about it
1: well i think you have an obvious weak link in McGill i mean i think everyone else is pretty you know top shelf but McGill is
2: i mean I don't I don't know, you need that guy. You need that killer.
0: See, but you already yeah, had well, Dean you got Portman. Portman.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. Portman's a different kind of killer. He's just big and bruising. McGill is like cold blooded and will murder you if I ask him to.
0: I think so, that could be also a negative though. Like he could no, pick some he's not he's not he's not just gonna go out
2: there and do whatever he wants, he's gonna listen to every word that I say.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
2: Dean, Dean is like the wild card that's just going to do whatever he wants and, and you know, impose his will. McGill, though, is like surgical.
0: Okay, I can see that. I think just from my first impression, you got a lot of speed up front. I do think you have a lot of skill. but I think all your toughness is on the back end, though. Not a lot of toughness up front. And then on the back end, I don't know how much speed – you really have with Portman and McGill. They seem more like bigger players. I'm fine but, with that. Alright, fine. So we move on to Tommy. And yeah. Tommy, your forwards are Johnny Riley, Charlie Conway, Luis Mendoza, mm-hmm. Defense, Fulton Reed, and Cole from the varsity. Your goalie, Julia the Cat, who took with your overall your second or the the second overall pick. Just how, uh, how did you feel the draft broke for you?
1: I thought it was a quite good. You know, originally I was kind of hoping to have Fulton and Portman as my two defenders. Um, I think that's,
2: that's a dream. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I feel like Cole, you know, remember him and Portman, or Portman says Cole, you know, we actually have a lot in common. And so I think Cole can fill that void and him and Fulton could become... You know, arguably one of the um, the best you know defensive duos. I mean, Fulton is, is kind of reserved, and Cole is obviously uh you know he's not very bright, but he's loud. So like, he'll uh, <laughs> he'll uh, be an imposing uh, figure on the ice.
0: Kevin, how do you
1: we've f- talked to, we've we talked about Julie the cat, who essentially becomes the greatest female athlete of all time. So
0: that is true. Kevin, how do you feel about Tommy's team?
2: I, I I mean I'll still take my defenseman just because like McGill could like get in there with like a switchblade and like slice an Achilles or something, and then you know it's <laughs> over. But I mean it's all right. It's no match for my it's no match for my team, but it's pretty good. I do like the Julie the cat. I mean that might have been a bit early, but I I think shoring it up that was, that was pretty solid.
1: I think I, uh, Conway and Riley though I think that's a that's a pretty good uh, I one. Think, two, see,
2: two I three. think Riley's just I think Riley's overrated. I think he's, um,
1: he's kind of a good glue to have because everyone kind of has their skill, but Riley is a do-it, like him and Conway, I guess, are kind of do-it-all players, and Riley, like, Riley gives you, like, a good physical presence at forward, so it's not just a bunch of finesse guys. Like Mendoza is all finesse, finesse, and Conway is still learning to play defense, but Riley is kind of like the all-around
0: player. I do like your, your kind of balance there with all your forwards and your defense even. Like, full Fulton like, miraculously turns into a pretty good skater in D3. So, mm-hmm. and, and Cole's a pretty good skater. Uh, the question, obviously, besides the obvious uh, chemistry questions with Johnny mm-hmm. Riley and Charlie Conway, I think it might be lacking a little star power up front. Because, like you mentioned, Riley, Conway both glue guys and then you have Luis Mendoza who's really he's skilled but I don't think he's a pure scorer in the way an Adam Banks or Gunnar Stahl is.
1: That's true. Well, Conway, remember, he's uh he's not a defender, he's a scorer. Vers- somehow he just became like uh Mr. Offense. So That is
0: true. He does he does kind of turn into a star uh in D3 there, a scoring threat. So uh not a bad, not a bad draft for you. For and me, one thing
1: I like one thing I like, like to point out is, you know, it took Julie the cat, and essentially she can help ride any early growing pains that the offense might have, and so we could win games, you know, two nothing, two one, things like that, while the offense kind of gets its rhythm.
0: Okay, I can so see Julie,
1: that. Julie does not need like a a
0: strong defense around her to thrive.
1: You know, she wants yeah. to, she wants to prove the world that she can do it. So.
0: Yeah, and she seemed to uh lose her focus when she got bored against the Blake Bears, so I think more shots might be good for you. That's a good point there. So for me, my forwards are Jesse Hall, Gunnar Stahl, Connie Moreau, Defense, Olaf Sanderson, and Uber Havik. My goalie <laughs> is Scooter from the varsity. I uh it was tough picking the last pick there because i i think that that first pick in the second round i could have went a number of different ways so if i was maybe in kevin's position i think i could have uh just taken whoever was given to me so taking mm-hmm. jesse hall i don't mind i don't mind the pick obviously i've made the pick but uh i can see where there could be some uh some gripes there but I like him. I like him and Gunnar Stahl together. I mm-hmm. like Connie Moreau as more of like a finesse piece up, up front. And then Olaf Sanderson, kind of my big physical presence. Uber Havik can skate. He can score. Uh, it's going to be a little tough adjusting him to defense, but I think he can do it. And Scooter, goalie on 10-time state champs. I feel like he's a good presence in that. How do you guys feel about my squad?
2: I I uh, wanted I wanted Scooter, but um, now that I think about it, I think I'm in a better position goalie-wise because Scooter's Scooter's got a soft spot, and you know I, I think that could that could kind of hurt him because uh, my guy's a killer, or I think would be eventually because he would just be a machine. But Scooter, you know, when he like suggests that they call it a tie, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I don't think he's got that killer instinct, but I, I do think he's a very talented goalie.
1: It's a good point. I, I agree. Um, I also think you may. I, well, I think the defense is going to have great chemistry. Um, if you remember, was it Sanderson who got pushed over by Julie the Cat? Mm-hmm. Whenever he uh, and he basically was uh, terribly overconfident, so I could see him maybe hot dogging a little bit in the back and giving up a goal or something like that. And then also, I mean, if he gets pushed around by Julie the Cat, I mean, he might get pushed around by like a strong forward like Riley or or even you know. Banks or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the forwards are good. You, I think you have to make sure that I think it was good taking Jesse so early because he's the kind of guy who would realize like, wow, I was taken so early. Like he puts a lot of value on me, and he knows that Gunnar Saul is better than him. So if you had taken like Charlie in front of Hall or something like that, and those are your two forwards, he might say, I don't know. I think uh, your your draft order plays into it. So Hall knows oh. that he's like kind of like the second best player on this team.
0: All right. Those are all, but, but, but
1: then again, it, it could backfire because you have just two ducks, and we know that Jesse is very you know protective of ducks, and he might that's not true. like playing with
2: all these icing guys. That's and true. And also, you never you, you never know how losing in the Goodwill games affected those guys.
0: <laughs> that, that's also a good point. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I was hoping that they would have the team chemistry and play a little more free now that uh, Wolf is not their coach. The point about Jesse and not having a lot of ducks is interesting because now he comes into a situation where he's kind of the new guy. Did not think Mm -hmm. of that. And that that might hurt me a little bit.
1: I have a question. Who who are your guys' uh, team captains?
0: Kevin?
2: Oh, uh, I mean, Adam Banks, obviously. I am going like a a leader, though. I mean, he's like a lead by example, but he would he would have to be your captain.
0: Of those guys? Yeah. I would think so. Maybe Guy. Yeah, I
2: I think Yeah, I, I don't know. I think gee's he he's he's kinda your background kind of guy. Like I I don't know. I think it has to be Adam. Which is fine. Mm-hmm.
0: I personally I think it's pretty obvious that it's Gunnar Stahl there. He's got captain experience. He uh he he kinda led Iceland there and it's a lot of his Iceland teammates, so I'm going with Gunnar Stahl. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, for mine, I think it's a little bit difficult because, you know, Conway and Riley have both been captains, and so I think you don't give it to either of them. You give it to Fulton, who we've talked about as being kind of like the ideal Ooh. captain, and then you I give like Conway that. and Riley the, uh, the assistants, yeah. or so, whatever, the uh, alternate.
0: Yeah, that's a shrewd move. I like that. like it a lot. So, we're going to... We'll put the full teams on in the show notes, and... I'll make up another poll and have you guys have you guys vote on who has the best mighty ducks team here um, besides that Kevin do you have a quack question for us
2: I do and it is uh pretty close to the top among my favorite of the questions we've gotten um, so this one comes from uh, quack Bobby lamare who is at air Lemaire, which is a fantastic twitter handle um his question is who would win in a fight phil banks who's adam's dad or phil banks that being uncle phil from fresh prince of (laughs) bel-air and i mean if you don't love that question you can get the fuck out but that's an amazing (laughs) question
0: it's a great question great question Uh, i'm I'm taking uncle phil all day
2: why because have you seen him when he gets like angry Oh man, he's terror he's you know, he's oh man, he's a terror. So I think Uncle Phil, he's got a mean streak in him.
0: Good point. Plus
2: obviously the size.
0: Yeah, the size, <laughs> he's got the size, he's got the anger. I think the question is whether Phil Banks Adam's dad is smart enough to harness that and let that work against old Phil Banks, maybe tire him out, maybe kind of uh Get him too too hyped up to where he's, he's not playing a strategic fight there.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Maybe like Uncle Phil's seeing a little too much red. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I,
1: I like Uncle, Uncle Phil as well. But for the sake of argument, I think one thing I have to worry about about Mr. Banks is he seems like he's a dirty fighter. I mean, he's still wearing the Hawks jacket when his son plays for Ducks. <laughs> I mean, he just seems like almost a scumbag, and so he would, you know, cheat a little bit.
2: Yeah, bite, um,
1: scratch, so, spit. Yeah, or I mean, in he would uh, he also might try and play mind games with Uncle Phil. So I don't know. Uncle he seems like smart dude. He he is. I'm not saying they work, but he seems like the kind of guy who takes his kids out to the ice like at 4 a.m. and wants them to become like the best that ever was. <laughs> um. So. He might and like has all these psychological trips, you know, tricks to like make them what he perceives to be like the best kind of hockey player or something like that. And you know, don't be friends with the kid who's not any good because he's gonna drag you down.
2: And so he he might have like these tricks that he that he tries to use on Uncle Phil. Gotcha. I have, a, I have another question for you guys. Who's wealthier? Oh, I, I would think s- Uncle Phil. I would say Uncle uh, Phil that's
0: that's as well.
2: Question. Yeah, me
1: too. Actually, I got this. Uncle Phil is richer on the books, but off the books, Banks's dad is like, oh, yeah, scheming. So he's he's like, yeah, he's definitely scheming, and he has money like tied into a lot of fronts. So, all
2: right, all right. I, can, so, I can get on board with that. <laughs> so, like, I like Uncle that. But that's, that's, yeah. that's a fantastic quack question, though. And yeah, he is the hashtag, so he's just winning on all levels. So,
0: yeah, I think a big question here is. What kind of fight would this be? Is this like a, a, a UFC, like, sanctioned fight? Or is this like a street would, fight? Are we using weapons? Think, you know, this, <laughs> is, this is a fight in the stands. I was think it's
2: street fight. Oh, yeah, a fight in the stands, street fight, whatever.
0: I was okay. think it's like a boxing
2: it, like, match.
1: Yeah, i see it. Uncle Phil in, like, he's like, I don't know. He's, like, in the stands watching, for some reason, Carlton's playing in a game against <laughs> Adam Banks. And so they're like the two dads who kind of you know, you know in that kind of, fight, <laughs> and so so I, I, I see uh, it like as a as a like a dad fight,
0: okay, I think in a dad fight, I think Uncle Phil has the clear upper hand here because the more space banks's dad has, the more he can kind of run around, maneuver, tire out Uncle Phil. If Uncle mm-hmm. Phil's just in the stands, and it's really going to come down to those first couple of blows, I think he he gets on uh, Banks's dad and really takes him down.
2: Mhm. I like that logic, and I, I I love that we're having this conversation. So
0: that's what a, the questions are for.
2: Yep.
0: And that's why we Bobby, love the, for the question. Yeah, thank you, Bobby. That was a good one. Hey, um,
1: hey, hey, Mike. I have a quick question going back to our our earlier topic, which was the draft. If I had taken Gunner stall number two, who would you have taken number three? It's
0: a good question. Good question. I was eyeing Gunnar from the beginning, because I knew Kevin was gonna take Adam Banks. I think so, we all have
1: taken Banks number one, yeah.
0: I think I think I would have waited on Julie the Cat. I guess I had back to back picks there. So mm-hmm. that um that would be interesting. I think I think I probably would have waited till the second my my second time around where I had the 3rd and 4th picks to take a goalie. So mm-hmm. I think it would have been really between I think Johnny Riley was a huge possibility there. Mm-hmm. Um I think yeah, I mean I might have taken Julie I w- like depending on how the draft had gone, like if I felt like some of the top guys like if if Conway was gone when I was coming around again to my, my fourth pick or something like that. Um, if if you took like a lot of one position, like a lot of forwards or something that I wanted, I might have taken um, <clears throat> Julie in my third and fourth, but I don't think I would have taken it first. So To go back to it, I think Johnny Riley was probably the pick there. I would not have taken Conway with the first pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm try- I'm just kind of looking through the board here. Um I th- yeah, I think he would be the pick. Like I think I kind of slept on Fulton a little bit. Kind of forgot mm-hmm. about him. I would have liked to have him on my squad. But yeah, Johnny Riley for sure. Interesting. Yeah, so uh I mean a lot to debate here. And everyone can go and debate it quacktech.com can contact us uh, at quack Tech pod on Twitter facebook.com slash quack Tech pod go to iTunes give us five stars tell us who had the best mighty ducks team and remember ducks fly together ducks fly together quack quack